Yeah. Good afternoon. We're live here at 593 St. Cloud Avenue, West Department 2. My Hello. name is Ted Hallett. And I'm Jason O'Brien. And we are the Escape Mists. The Escape is a Mists. Uh,. This is a podcast that uh, Jason and I have. We like to explore different ways of getting happy and maintaining happy. Um, we'd like for you to come with, uh, to come with us on a mental declutter, as we like to call it, um, as we speak our, to our leaders of various communities about what they're doing and the changes they hope to bring throughout their work. Um, it's a beautiful day. We're looking outside, and um, you know the temperature is starting to get a little bit... Uh, higher and the sun started to be a little uh starting to show its face a little bit more it was a real winter this winter oh my god it's still happening though that's the thing it's like it's it was a long yeah long long ass winter so hopefully this summer will be a real banger 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 oh yeah uh, there is a mariachi band upstairs uh, practicing. Uh, so there will be the occasional, um, the occasional uh, disruption. But uh, that's what we uh, like here at the Escape and Miss. It's about you know, um, you know, rolling with the punches and mm-hmm. you know, uh, saying yes to that, and then kind of seeing what we can make out of the, you know, what what we can do with what we're given. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. That's a lot to unpack, but that is. Jason, how was your week, buddy? Uh, my week has been. Uh, my week's been all right. Uh, we're uh, looking for a venue for a fundraiser that, that we're going to be doing. Uh, so I've been doing a bit of that. I just ran into an old friend of mine from school uh, who has been running a successful theater company for 15 years, like out of, you know, like just an idea to do a play. Then, the, then that play became uh, a theater company. Right. And they're, they're doing all this work. And I asked her, like, uh, how much of what you do or like how do you go about doing a fundraiser like who do you go for and she was like grants 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 like uh and then reaching out to people people that you wouldn't expect you know um getting out of the circle of the arts organizations right and into people who be you know because there's so like little money in the arts like there's you know there's no excess on any level so do you mean private money then is that okay so uh Mm. to like uh, go in addition to the grants and all the you know things that theaters do to get the revenue stream to go outside that and to ask people who you know i don't know like do you how do you do that do you target someone with cash and be like hi i want you to uh you know you pitch them or kind of but in a like in a uh, like-minded people, you know, similar goals kind of way. Right. You know? Like, um, I think you have to find people who you think w- would, you know, would be interested in that, who have some vested interest in seeing this idea out there, or this idea succeed. You know. Right. Um, it's like if you had a space that moved into the back of a coffee shop, it's in the best interest of the coffee shop to, you know, to help you out. Maybe like the the place that sells vintage clothing across the street maybe they come on as uh right uh you know the surrounding businesses thrive and the you know it being uh, like a a community type uh involvement Mm. um yeah it's always boggled my mind though about how that how do you open up that conversation though so you find that like-minded person Mm -hmm. oh i know i i know uh 
Johnny Pots and Pans. Mm-hmm. He makes, uh, you know, billions of dollars. I know he likes comedies, and yeah. he would like to see more comedies in the Toronto theater. Uh, Sorry, theater. what was his name? Johnny Pots and Pans. Johnny and and, and he wants to see more comedies in the Toronto theater, uh, you know, circles. So Why wouldn't uh, you? You're Johnny Pots and Pans. You want comedy. Right. So yeah. then, uh, and then, so how do you open up that conversation? So you just say, hey, Johnny, I know you, uh, you know, or well, do you invite Johnny to a fundraiser? How do you how I do you get that? that? All of it's those an art. things are. She said that fundraising takes half of the time of what she's doing as a full time job right, of running a theater, and so I think that's part of the, you know, like twenty hours a week, is figuring figuring it out and going back to it and you know like because like grants. You know, people who get grants get one in ten grants. Yeah. You know, s- and each one has to be personalized. Ala- yeah, like specific language. To yeah. The exact thing, and <coughs> you know, and it's kind of bullshit. It's kind of absolutely bullshit, and it kind of feels like there's some nepotism going on. But sorry about the emergency. What is that? What is it? It's an ambulance. Isn't uh, it? it's a high crime neighborhood here. Um, Fire. And um, someone was burning. Yeah. Someone's the flames. Do you know the difference between the three emergency vehicle sirens? There's a difference? Isn't there? I think so. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me just kind of get Call the up. police. Mm. Whoop, whoop. That's in London. That's in London. That's in London. What is that's very European uh, distress emergency You're sound. Right. Yeah. Why does that go? And then North America goes. <laughs> <laughs> but like the distance, you know, like, like one's is, is that an octave? What happened? Oh so many fuck. weird little differences <laughs> between Europe and North America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're a funny one, O'Brien. Anyway, what were we talking about before the? the fire? You're talking oh about yeah. grants and how everything needs to be specific language, and and there's it's very uh, it's you know it's not an easy thing to uh, to write these grants to create them. So and if yeah, yeah. If you're spending half your time doing that, you right? You know, like how much of that is refinement? You know, right? Uh, so yeah, it just. So what was your takeaway from that conversation you had with your your friends there then? Well. Because uh, well, my girlfriend's thinking about things too, uh, right. like about you know ways to ways to present and perform and uh, and stuff like that. And so I think she's you know that's one avenue that she wants to look at. She's looking at artists in residency. Right. There's, uh, there's all these different kinds of things. So I think she was very interested to find out, you know, how a person who's run a, su- a successful business has uh, has gotten their shit together. You know? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It, I know there's a lot of, uh, opportunities. There's a lot of resources that, you know, although they're being cut as we speak, mm-hmm. um, like I know the, uh, arts to high schools are taking a serious blow. I have a couple of, um, friends who are, who are teachers in the school system and they're like, there's going to be nothing left. So, um, I um yeah the uh 
there's a lot of resources with grants out there and there's and, and there's a lot of grants out there that you can go for i know there's a grant that uh you know specific or that any artist canadian artist can apply for it you know and the grant would have to um it's like a, a development grant for for artists the thing is you have to know that they're out there and you have to know how to write for them you can hire people to write grants for you um but you know you're mm. spending money for that, and that caught you know. I've heard, I've heard them attack that like lawyers, like like I don't get paid until you get your grant. Like they do the, they do it like that. That's yeah. Their level of confidence. Yeah, yeah. Um. But you know that's uh that uh that way of getting money is you know it's out there it's available so why mm. wouldn't you try and get it? But you know, unless you're a huge a big theater company or. I don't know. Am I? I'm interested in finding out how to get you know the private money and yeah. and you know how do you get in those circles and I think yeah. well yeah yeah sorry no no that's exactly how do you get in those circles how do you do that I think that th- uh, the thing with grants is persistence you know like yeah. like showing that you want it and continue to want it. Right. Like even that thing of, you know, like it's it's nepotistic, but it's also like, are you going to go with the person who made money last time? You know, probably. Right. They made everyone money. That's good. But yeah, yeah. Just proof of concept, proof of, you know, understanding of the business, I think. Uh, Yeah. So uh, you met your buddy, and then this kind of inspired you to start thinking about grants and stuff like that. And I uh, guess, yeah, just like just now, just before I came over. Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, that's mm. cool. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, when you meet people who you haven't seen in a while, what you know, they may bring you back, or they uh, to a certain time of your life, or they might uh, uh, get you thinking about something that you haven't thought about. You know, um, I don't know. T- in uh, I guess. You know, when you start to uh, see your friends who you were friends for a while, but you know, you when you lose track, uh, yeah, track yeah. of uh, you know yeah. friendship, and you kind of bump into some. Oh, hey, you know, yeah. that person is a reflection and a reminder of all the shit that happened. You know, back when you were hanging around and stuff. The thing you know? with the, with this girl was the last interaction that I had with her. I didn't really have with her. I mean, I think we saw each other on the street once, when but. Uh, uh, her ex-boyfriend came into a bar that I was working at, and uh, and like I was like, oh, I know you from somewhere. We figure it out, and then uh, and I was like, oh yeah, how is? And they're like, oh, we broke up, and, and I was like, ah oh, shit. And then it, I'm sorry, I just said her name, but it's uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> how is blank? <laughs> yeah, I finished your story. Finish your story. Um, and I s- just talk shit about her. Oh no! To this guy, and like you know, he was having a drink at the bar, and like I was like, "Hey, what are, what are you up to tonight? Where you where are you off to?" Uh, when he was leaving, like, and he was like, "I'm going to her place. Uh, she's hosting a party." Foot, insert mouth, mouth insert foot. Oh, and then. There was no reason for us to see each other. And, like, although I had these gripes, I, you know, like, I still thought of her as a friend. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, 
it was just yeah and then so when we've seen each other up until today like it's been awkward and now it's been you know literally a decade (laughs) do you find that um certain friends bring out certain qualities in you and certain friends you know and sometimes the qualities are bad and good you know do you find that well you know i don't want to say like um that i think people take on a certain character when they're hanging out with people but i think that they fill roles right in whatever the social group is so someone's going to be the caretaker someone's going to be the the alpha yeah someone's going to be the hilarious you know like all that kind of stuff (coughs) and so uh oh sorry yeah, the uh, people take on you know their the roles in groups, right? Yeah. Uh, this guy's the funny guy. This guy's the alpha male. And uh, she's the control freak. It's you know? difficult when you no longer feel like that person. Right. You know, it's uh, like smoking. You have friends that you always smoked with. Right. And when I've you know I can only speak from my experience, but like when I've been around those friends, I want to smoke more. Right. Right. It's, it's like your drinking buddies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, Jay, what would you say the role I- is that you fill when you're in a uh, when you're in a group? Generally, it's the role of the bass player. <laughs> um, I'm sure, and I'm sure that transcends into social groups. It how does, how does totally that transcend does. into a social group? Well, uh, um, I, I play bass, guitar, and upright bass, and it's a d- it's an interesting perspective on the social group. Because I'm very much like the connector, right? You know, right. Uh, it's the it's the foundation, the foundational point of the thing, and right. so I'm looking for commonalities in everyone, right? You know, people's sense of rhythm and uh, and uh, but also sense of harmony and melody and stuff like that, and I'm trying to play with everyone at this, you know, at the same time, bring everybody in, right. so that we're all like You're playing the, the same song, yeah. yeah. Um, and I definitely feel that that those personality traits that that you know like get me to step back from the situation and go okay, so they're speeding up a bit and they're like a bit heavy on that and like oh my god I don't know what that <coughs> is but I can't wait to lock into that like you know. I like the I, I like the descriptive uh, uh, word of uh, the connector right uh, that makes really that's very clear to me when it comes to you know defining social uh, social I guess uh, roles. Mm-hmm. Um, who, uh, can you think of someone, I mean, who would be a connector in your life? Maybe, uh, I don't know. I know, um, I know in the, uh, there in the theater scene, uh, and in, uh, when it comes to artists and stuff, there's that one guy or Mm -hmm. that one person that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that to me is is a connector it's that one person it's that person that uh is just mm. is just connected to all of the little groups yeah that pe- all the pods right and that it's the uh the nucleus and the person yeah. that just kind of stays there like the bass player it's the you know they the bass player their job is to lock down lock the beat you know keep the time mm. and everyone's looking out you know they're the 
I'm going off, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what I, well, I think yeah, you know it's, what I it's mean. neat because you know you're also being like a department manager, right? You know, you're taking care of this and making sure everything else is satisfied. And, right. uh, so like it's that kind of connected too, right? And yeah, absolutely, that happens in life outside of music. Uh, I would say, as far as people that I know who are who are like the kind of like i guess fulcrum points like go-betweens or like you know yeah, yeah. connector person um steve mccarthy would be one uh ben blaze would be one right um M- monica um my buddy matt yeah edison right right i yeah. know these people too right mm. know them but uh, uh, by name um that's uh that's interesting uh you know uh, you know the the social roles and and uh the parts that what about you what um i was for sure the funny guy yeah um that was uh that wasn't with intent though i, I think you uh as you get older you discover who you are or who, what kind of role you play. And, uh, and it happens, I think, on the schoolyard, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, are you uh, that kid that made that, white cr- that, uh, that made that wisecrack in the back of the room and everyone kind of laughed? And you're like, oh, shit, I got this attention. I like this. This right, is good. Right. Let's see how I can push this and see how I can, you know, let's see what I can get away with. Mm-hmm. Um, that, was, uh, that was for sure me. But it's, uh, you know... <laughs> it starts to get weird when uh, you get older because yeah. those social roles s- exist in adult form in adult social circles as well, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, there's the uh, the life of the party dude, and there's the uh, uh, the person who needs to be in control. There's the uh, person who's going to, uh, I guess, it'd be the mother. You know, going to take care. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I did one of those. If you've ever done one of those uh, escape from room things. Yeah. You I know have, what I mean? Uh, I have actually. I yeah, have yeah. too. I fucking hate them. Really? Oh, I hated it so much. Why? Because it's a puzzle, and 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 it's like you know, I'd rather it's I'd rather have fun. Too, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's a social puzzle. But there's <laughs> no, it's a social puzzle, but there is no. Uh, the thing that's is uh, it's that gets lost is everyone does not, you know, have a turn, right? There's no focus and there's no playing with each other. It's everyone who are <laughs> enforcing or or um, forcing their POV and po- or po- you know kind of like driving Loudly what they quickly, think like exactly. Yeah. So soon as that happens, soon as that uh, the problem is uh, is uh, you know told. Immediately, people, you, you can see the personality roles happen. So mm-hmm. when I, my experience was, uh, I was escape from room. You got to, fi- and you have to go uh, figure out the clues in the room uh, to get through that door. Mm-hmm. And so you got to find numbers and, uh, and clues and stuff like that. And so immediately, one of my, the, the one of my friends who is a director who's very uh, A type, you know, personality. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what we need to do, right? Immediately takes control right. and assigns <laughs> assigns yeah. people the roles. Then Which there's can people go well. What? Which can go well. Yes, it can. But if you want to be that, you know, it's like, well, can I figure it? You know, okay. Then there's the people who accept those roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, they're workers, right? I'll do that. And so I didn't give a fuck. And so I was like, okay. 
you know, um, I'll try and, you know, everyone has a, when people, when they got it like a, uh, excited about, oh, I think I'm onto something type thing. Yeah. They're like, they would just go for it themselves. And there's all like, you know, how can I, how, how can I be a part of this group? Right. Mm-hmm. So I just found myself standing, sitting on one of the chairs, just mm. looking, watching everybody. Wow. I found way more fun and enjoyment watching people trying to figure shit out and watching the yeah. personalities interact with, with one another mm-hmm. and uh, enjoying that sort of play. Yeah. You know that, I, and no one was. You know, they're like Ted. You're, you know, get off your ass. Well, well, everyone's doing so. Like, I don't know what I could possibly be doing right now. Right. Anyway, mm. I found more enjoyment watching people trying to get out, get out of a room yeah. <laughs> than to actually try to get out of room myself. Shit. I uh, when I did it both times, I guess I am the person who starts the fourth problem. Right. You know, the fourth. So the alpha is like, I'm gonna do this. Right. Like everyone who everyone who wants to jump in on that, and then like some other people are like, where are we? Let's just look for things in the ceiling, and you know, like, oh, what's this? Is is there a clue over here? And then I'm like, okay, there's a like a little key outline here. What does this mean? All right, there's a clue attached to it. You know, and then um, like I don't want to get involved in all the hubbub, but like. Yeah. You'll kind of explore your own uh, lead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, until it's you know big enough that you would have to call attention to it and go, "Okay, I figured shit out." You know. Yeah. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I can. I, I kind of do that too. Uh, you know, after I've, mm. you know, just finished watching everybody. Like uh, whenever I would cater a party, <coughs> I would always do that. Like someone else would take like the first round of drinks and somebody else would take the first thing. And then I would, I would just sit back and be like, OK, how am I going to help? Uh, I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to walk yeah. around with food and then like I just. Yeah. Yeah. But I just let everyone settle in and then I'm like, all right, cool. Well, you know, looking back, uh, I definitely can say that that escape from room experience yes. did not make me happy. It did not help me mentally declutter. No, you know, no, it just mm. brought me stress. Or wha- well, you know? why, why? I made my own fun. I, I, as I said, I watched. You know, I watched everyone try to escape from room rather than escape the room myself. Right. But, um, you know, I guess I've always. I'd, I'm a big people watcher. I like that's yeah. very interesting to me. That makes me happy. Was were those personalities kind of like pushing you away and just? No, well, they would have if I've never met them before. But these were dear friends of mine. So okay, like, yeah. and so it's. I took joy. In it, not uh, not like oh here's a weird first meeting of every of this group I hate that are not even playing you know playing with me. Right. These are people who I knew all my life, so I'm like oh I knew that you know Buddy was going to do that, she was going to do that, and it was just sit back and watch and enjoy, right? Enjoy the madness, watch mm. watch it burn down, you know. <laughs> I like that. I dig oh, that. Guys. I like watching people. I. I uh, you know, I find it very interesting watching human behavior. And if I had any sort of, you know, stamina in an educational system, <laughs> if mm-hmm. I could, you know, if I was a school guy, I would have loved to study human behavior. And, and um, yeah, well, you do in, in improv. I do, but on a, on a professional level. Yeah, I do. too. Yeah, no, that's still professional. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. Robin Williams was a very educated man, and he apparently had all these uh, degrees and stuff. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, and he uh, had, like, something in human behavior. 
mm-hmm. you know. But I think as people, we just watch. You know, we, we we're animals. You know, we watch people. We're animals. You're animals. Uh, we watch. We watch people. We watch each other, and we see each other in ourselves. And that's the whole. You know, that's the whole point of theater. And and uh, yeah. Yeah. So I wrote down a couple of questions, or le- uh, and I actually texted them to you, and we haven't really talked about it. But uh, where is it? Where is it? What was the question? What was the first question? It was. Why did we? St- <laughs> why were we doing this in the first place? <laughs> why are we doing this podcast? Yes, right. yeah. <coughs> Great yeah. question. Okay. Why are you doing this? Why am I doing this? Yeah, I'm doing this uh, as an extension of Job Music Media. Uh, I'm doing this to get experience with uh, making podcasts. Um, no, and that's part of it. You know, another part of it is that I really want to explore what makes artists tick, what keeps them going, doing the craft, either the craft they got into it with or the craft that they've chosen, you know, like the path that they've chosen um, and how they found that path and what continues to drive them towards that drive us towards that like all of this is like you know like it's an exploration for me as well of like i don't want to give up music um but playing bass in bands is not a growth industry (laughs) (laughs) um and so uh, you know i'm i'm switching to job music i'm switching to uh to doing different things like you know being a musical enabler for for things so on the one hand this is this is a part of that on the other hand uh this is a part of the business on the other hand it's i want to explore these ideas and talk to other artists who have who are going through all this stuff right and what about all that mental the mental decluttering part and well the mental decluttering part is uh, like i think that's the that's the jam that everyone's kind of going after you know uh or achieving the goal you know like like just sets your set your mind at focus does that does that make sense it sets your mind in focus it keeps you well let's explore that a little bit further like Mm. um, we were talking about the word mental decluttering and and staying happy and keeping uh, a balance of of work and and of and of of, uh and of personal life and and uh, because artists don't really get to do their craft, you know, as much as they would want to, um, how do they stay sane? How do they stay, mm-hmm. you know, what are the things that you do, that I do, that, you know, peop- members of our community do uh, to keep that balance of happy and uh, I just, you know, in enjoying life, I suppose. Yeah. Right? Is it my am I in the pocket? Yeah, I think yeah. so. But e- even today, I, I I wasn't annoyed. Like I, I want to do this uh, this project. Uh, I'm playing bass right now for 
uh, my girlfriend who is running a class, a dance class. So I'm like just kind of doing things and improvising uh, during a class. And I wanted to do it, but like it was just like it was quite a lot of a slog just getting all that up there. And then I had to come immediately here. So, that, you know, I have all this equipment with me. I've got the bass with me and all this stuff. And I was just like, ah, ah, and and before the class, I was saying to her, like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not spending enough time in the business. And like, I'm just like running from thing to thing. And, blah, blah, blah. and then we did the three, you know, we did three hours worth of class. And at the end of it, all I could say was thank you. You know, like like that did so much for me. You know, yeah. playing that and doing that, just taking the time to do it. And it's, you know, it's a closed session, so I'm, I can kind of just work on or practice whatever I want, Yeah, you know, uh, as accompaniment, just so long as I keep the meter. Um, and uh, she said, like, it was a really, really different vibe in the class today. Because this is my first class out of, like, it was like the fifth class out of right. 12. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What a beautiful acknowledgement of that, you know, you know, the way you, you're feeling coming into a class and then what, you know, and then when you walk out of the class and then that feeling of gratitude, mm. you know, it's, uh, I guess if I'm, you know, what is that one thing for you, for, for people who are listening to this, what is that one thing for you that, you know, calms you down that what is that one thing that oh i felt better after i did that mm. you know sometimes you know it's 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 sex sometimes it's uh it's going to the gym and and you know getting a sweat on you know mm. um <coughs> sometimes it's talking with someone reconnecting yeah. with someone going thank you for that i feel connected now yeah getting back you know to that the, the S- yeah espresso a meal sure yeah like. yeah absolutely yeah. Absolutely. They don't have to be these huge things. It comes in a pr- uh, in a cup of coffee. It comes mm-hmm. in an espresso. It comes in a bag of chips that you've always wanted that are you know yeah. gluten free. Do, <laughs> do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. This is a weird deep cut. There was uh, episode of The Sopranos. I have no idea where it was. It's weird that you say that because I'm rewatching it right now as really? we speak. Yes. Oh, nice. Um, I don't like. It's kind of atopical. Like it's not a part of the plot or anything. But I think it's at near the end of the episode and Tony is just sitting down with his family for wine and just like there's this whole, you know, Sopranos, this whole maelstrom of stuff happening. And um, somebody, you know, opens up like a nice bottle of wine and he drinks it and he just pauses. And he's just with the wine just for a second. Yeah. And then he comes away from it and, like, you know, like work is over and now it's just like, right. it's just an immediate, you know, you watch a person switch gears. That's literally stopping to smell the flowers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. And you're, you you know, acknowledging that moment when that moment is there, taking that time to live and be in that moment. And then, you know. I guess and it'll go away after a while, yeah. and then you just you know I just have just be great and gratitude, yeah. right? Not all shows are like that. No, not all people are like that either. Yeah, but you know <coughs> I can think of a I can think of many shows that I've done which are just like the reason why I do it, uh, but I can also think of other ones that were just freaking like just kind of a slog, you know. 
Right. So, um, <coughs> yeah, I, I I like that. I like that idea of what are those things, uh, you know, that you are that are for you that make you happy, mm. and that you know bring you joy, uh, in your everyday life that you can you know that you can do. Um, cup of coffee conversation with someone who you you know love or respect uh, a good meal um, a good shag um, a nice glass of wine a nicely rolled joint um, Scrabble <laughs> <laughs> or Scrabble yeah board games well nice read yeah. I like that. I think that uh mm. yes. is that kind of like uh I think that's a good wrap up. Uh well there was one other question though. Oh, all right. Now this uh, and it was a tough one cuz like for actors and for people who are competing with each other. Uh the other question that I asked Ted this week was what happens when someone else gets work? You know, when somebody that you're b- w- collaborate with or potentially uh, comp- competing with yeah. the this person. Uh, I don't know. Chelsea Handler, is a, she had a good thing to say about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a big comedian and, uh, in the U.S. And um, she said that, you know, that there's, you know, don't be upset, you know, because there's work for everybody. Everyone will have their time. There's always, um, it'll be your turn. There's more enough. Th- there's more than enough to go around. Uh, you know, you will get your time into into like believe that. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I've. I think uh, you need to be happy for them, and because uh, you never know. You know, sometimes they'll take you with you take them you know take you with them uh sometimes uh and and if they don't and even if you know just on a base level of just you being excited for somebody right Mm -hmm. uh good vibes you know yeah um try not to be too it's often not the case though it isn't you start to get jealous you're like well what about fucking me how come i didn't get that call how come i didn't get that audition you know or uh you know how come you know dude like when's it gonna be my i don't know When's yeah, that's a. Be my time? You know what? That's a. It's a cancer because that can eat away at you, and and so it's important for you to check yourself when you yeah. start to when your brain starts to go away yeah. and it starts to it starts to spin off like that to stop that, acknowledge it and stop it because it's it's unhealthy, yeah. for your relationship with your friend and for you for your head. I remember I did an acting workshop a bunch of years ago, and the teacher was trying to get something from me uh from not you know like from a monologue that i was doing and like just like this envious jealousy and you like think about it and like you know like you know your friends who've like done this and done that like aren't you just like want to freaking take them down and like fuck no no like not at all like the opposite of that like it's it's awesome that they're you know like people get what they get you know Right, I understand what he's trying as a, he, what he was trying to get from you, but I this yeah. is a, this is young Jason responding this. I, That's true. There's there's you know, uh, Shakespeare wrote about all that, 
you know, all those big universal uh, emotions, right? You know, it's jealousy and, and hatred and fear and, you know, lusting and loathing and all those uh, all those big juicy topics, you know, all those big thi- universal things that connects us as human beings, you know? Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to... We're going to wrap up this newest episode and last episode of this season. Stay tuned for next season of The Escapismists. That's right. I'm Ted Hallett. And I'm Jason O'Brien. Thank you. Stay happy.